Hello, my lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the Unpasteurized and Unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. I love to gossip after taking care of things down here on my Florida farm. First up, it's great to be with you again. Thanks so much for your lovely comments and messages. It's time for a good old Natter. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no. I might have a bit of odd news though, but you don't want me repeating everything you've already seen and heard. I'm here to give you a break from it all. A good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can always listen to me shows again. Yep, they're all safe here at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, uh, put everything down. No, no, everything. I mean you too, come on. It's time for the Ned Natter Show, and you can't miss this. Here on the farm, life goes on, and for Elsie that means a change of diet. <laughs> yep, the Panama Canal diet is a <laughs> it resulted in a total change of wardrobe too. Yep, Elsie's gone up another eight sizes. Yep, oh dear, it's uh, well, how can I say it? It's got to the point where she's uh, given up on the clothing stores and started looking at camping supplies. <laughs> yep, mostly tents. Mm, not quite circumcised yet though, no. <laughs> but she's already going ahead to make the same mistake again. Oh yes, she's been online looking for an alternative diet. All I know is she needs to stay away from canals. See, she'll end up blocking one sooner or later. <laughs> I did see, though, she printed off a couple of new ideas. And, and I should say the latest fads, really. You know. Well, you know, like most of these diets are. They're all about the fast fix, aren't they? You know, the coin where they promise you that all that weight you stuck on for 20 years is going to slip off in a weekend. Mm. The first is called Walk It Off. Hmm. Yep, eat less and exercise. Well, it's not difficult to see why Elsie's already tossed that idea. Well, see, it means moving from the sofa for more than 30 minutes a day. <laughs> yep. The second one is called Think It Away. Yep, it's one of those sort of clever ideas. You know, you stay on the sofa and think you're getting thinner. Well, guess what? She's decided to go for that one. <laughs> oh dear, see, while she's thinking it off, she'll be doing the usual thing, won't she? Yep, thinking about eating. Kind of a vicious circle, if you ask me. Right now, she's probably thinking about getting a bigger microwave. Or even three, you know, one for starters, one for the main course, and one for the dessert. <laughs> well, at least that way, they'd be up to speed with her eating speed, eh? <laughs> of course, when it comes to me old mother, Nan, mm, she's been on her standard diet of whiskey, cigarettes and gambling, yep. Add to that, we had to find out why she couldn't get out of her chair. Yeah. It's a thing that's called cross-legged cramp. You know, hmm, some new medical condition. Yeah, yeah. She stays cross-legged while she's wagering, see? Hmm. <laughs> so that, she's suffering from a kind of repetitive stress syndrome or disorder. Yeah, well, I do too, actually. Yeah. Mine's caused mostly by the stress of having to repeat myself. Eight times every time I speak to the deaf old crow. <laughs> See, it's a competition between me, the TV, or online betting, and Elsie grumbling on about something. Of course, at night, it gets worse with the Chuck Will's widow. Yep, the poor old whippoorwill has vanished. And now we've got this new thing. A bit like man, really. Yeah. An irritating, miserable-looking bird that doesn't know when to shut up. <laughs> it goes on and on. And it's loud. Did I say it goes on and on? Oh, I'd get a sore throat if I tried to keep up with it. 
I think the thing's got its energy from picking up some speed off the ground close to me farmer and Ding Dang's trailer. Mm, his relatives are big on drugs, yeah. <laughs> I know he smokes dope though, see, he's too slow for anything else, yeah. Mm. But surely nothing can keep going that long without a rest. And unlike a junkie, a Chuck Wills widow doesn't crash and burn, does it? <laughs> Mind you, I can always live in hope. <laughs> on the other hand, and on her favourite subject, food of course, Elsie's offering up her private recipes and ideas for cooking. Yep, she thinks everyone's like her, just thinking about food. Her offerings, mostly burnt, represent a cookbook from the swamp. <laughs> I cook my own food and leave her to a cosy relationship with the microwave. Here's the next of her so-called recipes, yep. Elsie's cooking cock-ups. So, warm up your microwave and stand well clear in the cooking process, yep. Usually I stay in the barn behind a concrete wall. The recommended distance is at least 50 feet away. So the better. So here it is, Elsie's chancy, cheesy custard surprise. Oh, you know, before I go on, I should mention that, uh, you know, so I'm able to do the Ned Nat show, I never eat anything the wife cooks, no. It'd give me lockjaw, something worse. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting away from the surprise recipe, so right then, this time she's written it all down here on the back of a crumpled napkin, yeah. Looks like it was once used for one of her other surprises. Oh, anyway, it's her scroll, all right, in a mix of black ink, mustard stains and something else. Could be barbecue sauce or gravy. Well, I hope anyway. <laughs> First, I need to remind you that Elsie's stuck with a microwave and no conventional oven or essential kitchen gadgets. And that severely limits some of her ideas. So when it comes to a recipe like this, she has to steal and borrow to get the right results. This time, she's borrowed me chainsaw to loosen up all the ingredients. <laughs> so put your ready-made custard into a very large microwave dish. Elsie says really deep and wide dog bowls work just great, as long as they're made of plastic or rubber, that is. Mm, oh dear, no. Anyway, she says to add all the important extra ingredients, the surprise part that is, you know, one pound of grated cheese, two cans of cream, nutmeg, cinnamon, ginger, chili powder, garlic powder, dried onion, oh. <laughs> cocktail cherries, pineapple chunks, apricots, sliced peaches, sugar, maple syrup, then mix it all together. She uses me chainsaw to mix and dice all at once. It's kind of a dual tool, if you like, yeah. Mm. See, Elsie's looking for a really thick mixture too. It reminds her of me, see. Anyway, you cook it in the microwave for 15 minutes. Once it's ready, take it out of the oven. A crowbar or a shovel is always handy. And then add another cup of maple syrup and a handful of dried prunes. Mm. At that point, she says, it's ready to eat. By the way, as I've mentioned before, the Ned Nat show will not be held responsible for the results. No Elsie's cooking is undertaken at your own risk. Not only needs a strong stomach, it needs an even stronger oven. And if possible, you know, a standalone concrete bomb-proof building. <laughs> Staying on the family front when she's not complaining about 
well, just pick a subject and she complains. Yeah, about everything. Me 95-year-old mother, old nan, still got stakes in just about every horse race on the planet. Every day, using her online betting plan. And now she's taken me recommendations and wagered a big chunk of cash on the Belmont stakes. Yeah, she's rubbing her wrinkly old hands together. And never knows the inside secret of me super lucky pig old bill to pick the favorites no see in all irony the old crow hates pigs and it's a fear that stems from her teenage years would you believe yep a very long time ago yep when she had to take care of her old dad's herd yep she reckoned they all stared at her with their little piggy eyes and were planning to attack and eat her <laughs> there's nothing like a vivid imagination is there and nothing like piggy one-upmanship either. <laughs> Mind you, she was already a big drinker at 16, so I guess that didn't help in building up her paranoia. <laughs> this is Ned Natter, here with the Ned Natter Show, and when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com. By the way, still on the subject of the miserable old crow, I've got that little feature on my show again. Yeah, oh dear, drunk or sober. This time old Nan's memories about when she'd had lots of air. Yeah, yeah on her head, yeah, that is not everywhere else. <laughs> she didn't need to wear a wig. Well, Nana's still got some hair, but it's uh, just pretty thin now. You know, for years she was a peroxide blonde. And yet, the peroxide took its toll. Yeah, that occurred to me too, but uh, it could have bleached her brain. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> But uh, anyway, one minute she was a blonde, and then a week later she was closer to bold and grey. <laughs> Before losing her hair, she wants to have a beehive style too. You remember them? Mm, yeah, but, but now the only time bees swim around her is when she drinks sherry. Yeah, smells sweet, I guess. Nan's <laughs> got a few wigs in her collection though, but they're pretty old and tired. Yeah, just like her. Actually, not one of them improves her looks either, you know, she's always ending up looking like a, what can I say, a cross between a floor mop, a toilet brush, and a dead sheep. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show, and when I'm not here you can find me and me shows at nednat.com. Quinton, me amateur artist, camper tenant's book on painting nudes, is not exactly flying off the shelf, so he's working on me farm. He stopped painting his partner coagulate with cabbages and is now writing poetry instead. His little collection of 10 poems has grown to 20. You know, cabbage life is growing by more than a poem a day, poor old muckers. <laughs> and a blinkered outlook, oh, I was thinking of giving him a chance, you know, reading a couple on my show. Unfortunately though, his dark depression seems to bleed into his life as a writer. Mm, oh dear, I flicked through a few of his poems and the titles are well... Well, let me give you an example too. You know, this one's called, oh dear, F word, the greens. Yep. <laughs> then there's one called Cabbage Blood on Means. <laughs> Weed Murder is another. And here's a really strange one Naked Roots. Oh, and another Greened Off with Life. <laughs> Added to that, the old F word appears on just about every line of each of the poems. We won't be featuring that right here. Well, added to that, we had an event here down on Two Medicine Farm this week. Yeah, I'd say it was caused by a combination of heat and Owen. <laughs> yep, 90 degree days, no shade and weeds creeping up on me cabbages. Ding Dang and Quinton got into a little scrap. Oh dear, well, 
It didn't help that Ding Dang started causing trouble by throwing a southern expression out there. Yep, she's having a hissy fit. Mm, she being Quinton. Mm. And a hissy fit being a stressful moment of anger. Some of those weeds are very stubborn, so, you know, tempers began to run high. And before I got a chance to intervene, it was a case of... Crossed holes at lunchtime. <laughs> yep, forget spaghetti westerns and think Florida cabbage wars. <laughs> Ding Dang loves a roll on the ground and a good old fight. But although Quinton's older and a little bit limp round the edges, he managed to strike the first blow. Oh. I tell you, you know, a hole to the forehead can be a highly dizzying experience. <laughs> Ding Dang hit the ground like a sack of weeds. And Quinton walked away as if nothing happened to write a new poem. I saw it scratched out on a piece of paper later. Rednecks and broken skulls. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, actually. You know, Ding Dang didn't suffer any breakages. Just a big bruise, a little gash, along with a bigger one to his southern pride. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm ready, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. Well then, that lovely twangy old music means it's time once again for me book reviews. Yep, yeah, I've got my hands on a few and I'm featuring them right here. Just remember though, I haven't got a star system though. Mine's nice and simple. Yep, yeah, you don't say it just like me, eh? Well, simple. Anyway, if a book's shite, it goes on me compost heap. Sometimes it's really bad. I've had to burn it. The middle of the road books go in me giveaway charity box and the good old reasonable ones stay here on me farm library shelf. I hope that's nice and clear. Right then. Okay, me first book is called The Easy Route to Heaven by A Devil. <laughs> right, I got this book mailed for review by someone who wants to remain anonymous. Well, after having a flick through, I can see why they want it to remain anonymous mm, oh dear well i think it's a kind of self-help book written by possibly the worst person who could have written a self-help book yeah in other words i don't think you're meant to succeed from the start <laughs> whereas me neighbor rush likes to say from the get-go yeah you know this book doesn't even fit into me normal ratings why because it spontaneously combusted the moment I got to the last page. Oh dear, there it goes. <laughs> My second book this time around is called The Recycled Wardrobe by I Am Cheap. It's a book about making your own clothes out of recycled materials. Well, you know, we'd had a few things about recycling on the show recently, but I had a flick through, and well, what can I say, you know, if you're into eye fashion, don't mind looking like an unemployed trash can, <laughs> you're going to love this book. I don't. <laughs> For one, the idea of stitching together 68 plastic grocery bags to make a suit is absurd. For starters, you not only look ridiculous, but you're giving that store free advertising. Yeah. <laughs> Gluing together cardboard to make footwear is another useless idea. Great indoors, maybe. But what if you have to go outside and it starts raining? You know, I'd say there's nothing worse than paper mache between your toes, is there? <laughs> and the last one I drew me attention, you know, oh dear, well, making underwear out of scrap carpet. You know, it's really drawing the line for me there. You know, I can just imagine 
an old day of itching where the sun don't shine. <laughs> and that's just plain embarrassing. Ooh. So to be fair, it's going in my charity box. Yup, I'm recycling it. <laughs> well, my lovelies, that's all on my book review feature this time. This is Ned Natter, here with the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me in my shows at my website, nednatter.com. i got a few regular features on my show now. I hope you enjoy them. First up is me cliche of the day and me interpretation of it. How about this one? The more, the merrier. Yeah, you've all heard that one, won't you? Well, why? Because me weeds are outnumbering me farm help. 10,000 to 1. So the more the merrier right now might be a good thing, eh? Also, I've got me anomalies from around the world feature for you. So this time it's me anomaly that comes from England and it's called Black Pudding. Yep. No pronunciation problems with that. And before you ask, it has no racial connotations. It's black for a reason. Oh dear. I just hope you're not eating right now. This might interfere with your digestion. It would definitely interfere with mine. Why? Because it's a little local speciality. Oh dear, yeah, it's made from pig blood, uh, pork fat, mixed with oats or barley and seasoning. Mm. I don't know what you'd call it, but I think it's a kind of vampire sausage. That Ooh. is disgusting! <laughs> Going back to, well, let's just say hideous things. Ding dang, oh dear. We're not going to escape me fireman's quote of the week either, oh dear. Me fireman Ding Dang wants to have his little spot on me show. Yeah, it does sound nasty and you don't want to hear him or see this week's spot. <laughs> so, I'm going to relay it for you. Ding Dang's southern quote this time is, It's hotter than two rabbits screwing in a wool sock. <laughs> All I can say to that is we've had a really hot couple of weeks, so yeah, that's appropriate. But rabbits, you know... He'd fall out of ding-dang socks, you know. He's got more holes than a calendar. <laughs> Thinking of annoying people, and although I've managed to block me brother Bucknatter's phone number, I'm getting emails from him. Yeah, I call him spam. Oh dear, but this time he's got through on his new phone. I reckon it's a burner, so he left me a message still. I never pick up dubious numbers, see. <laughs> but you should hear it. Hello, Ned. It's me back. I'm on my way back to England, mate. I had enough of Pennsylvania. I'm going to work for old Ponzi, alright? So, uh, you won't find me here anymore. Give us a call back. Bye. He's heading back to old England to run the farming operation for Nigel Ponce. You remember me arrogant British landed gentry caller? Ponce is scrapping the bottom of the barrel with Buck, yeah. <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel, right? And that's because I turned down the snobby old git first, didn't I? Nevertheless, he still called and left his standard snobby old message. You have messages. Well, hello, Ned. This is Nigel Ponce, and I'm so delighted to tell you that your fond little brother, Buck, has come to work with me in England. So I don't need your help after all. So whether I'm a catfish or not, I don't care. I've got my problems sorted out. Goodbye. <laughs> my long-lost relative, Cromwell Felony Natter, skip now to you, has been silent all week. That can only mean one thing. 
he's learning what the inside of a Nigerian jail cell looks like, or it's to do with this thing I just heard. The Nigerian government have banned Twitter indefinitely. <laughs> oh, I wonder if old Skip is the reason for that too. This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show, and when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. On the subject of nightmares, like me extended family, oh, I'm still having these really weird dreams. The most recent nightmare was about me mother, old Nan, filling up me truck with all her gambling wins and driving off to Las Vegas. A nightmare alright, especially when she hasn't driven for 30 years and can't see further than 50 feet, even with her one-inch glasses on. <laughs> you know, the money's easy come, easy go anyway, but uh, so I don't care about that. But me truck is me only form of transport. And this time of year, I always fill the gas tank right up. <laughs> but after heading over to Rush's Stonewall Jackson farm, I realised it wasn't as bad a nightmare as listening to old Rush. He's always got something to say, hasn't he? And since the local enforcement folks have taken away his porta potty, he's back to rushing off. Oh well, I guess it'll be sooner again this time. Anyway, the poor old muckers still paying attention to the more straightforward political agenda and went straight into the latest far-fetched. Well, political agenda, I suppose you'd call it. <laughs> Second-hand news from the right of centre is, you know, his people, as he calls them, have decided to stay on track with number 24. Yep, the year, that is. They reckon they've solved the forgotten senior home voter problem with their bus and IOP lunch plan. <laughs> and they've got votes from the hospital patients with those cooperative Republican paramedics. <laughs> Rush reckons nobody thought of those hidden votes until now. And Rush's people have now got the attorneys putting votes in people's last will and testament. His folks are really scraping the bottom of the barrel. That's a word of the week, isn't it? With their plans, but Rush is insistent on the potential for more votes. Yep. Everyone counts towards winning, he says. This time, though, Rush's people might be making a grave mistake again. And it's not got anything to do with graves this time, no. They're looking to catch the young voters and his folks are planning to wait outside the high schools, looking for 15 to 17-year-olds who are about to turn 18 in time for the next important votes, both in the midterm and the presidential election. Oh dear. Do they realise that the school cops and a few other people are going to think something different? <laughs> I mean, a bunch of old senior men hanging around schools trying to chat to kids. <laughs> Worse still, recruit them for selfish reasons. <laughs> oh no, I can see a few of them carried away to jail before they get a second chance to explain, can't you? Old Rush added that he's not naming any names, but his folks are floating a few for the, for the 24. Well, yep, cryptic, and I can only assume he means names for a presidential candidate. Not lawyers to bail him and his people out of jail for some misdemeanour. <laughs> I'm listening, but I'm not commenting again this time round. <laughs> oh well. And before you rushed off before in that poor old granddaddy oak again. Yeah. I was treated to Rush's latest little feature. Yeah, a Tennessee teaser. That's his own growing style of humour. Yep, this time it's back to politics and with a brutal twist. Old Rush reckons a Democrat is someone who couldn't find his ass with both hands in his back pockets. <laughs> Oh dear, well, Rush, I wasn't expecting that one, but Rush doesn't really care who he insults, especially when it comes to his favourite political brand. Oh well, 
Old Lonnie and Nudist Fred's true blue Democrat blind housemate found true love at the local swing club. Yep, he's still only in love with one thing, free food. And the top of the menu this week is snake belly pie. Oh, that's no dear for me. But for Rush, he's a perfectly distracted Democrat still. And old Fred is hanging out there too, but only trying to get rid of copies of his new swinger-friendly book, Swinging in the Sweet Sixteen. In the meantime, Rush is still protecting the country against Lonnie and others who have lax ideas on immigration with his GoFundMe page up to buy extra barbed wire for the entire length of the US-Mexico border. Oh dear, this week the total's up to $2,003. Yep. A mere $3 increase since last time. And that's after four weeks of trying to get there. Yep. There's some very mean folks, aren't there, around here. The, the extra three bucks came from six new donors. So Rush only needs another $309,997 now for the first strand. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com. Me lovely vegan neighbour, young Alice Jones. Yep, Miss Jones to you. Yep. Does sound like a 70s Philly soul song, doesn't it? But she's still free and single. Well, she invited me over to her farm for fair trade coffee and vegan cake. Yep, she's still suffering from mercury and retrograde again, though. Yeah. And it's all I've been doing is sleeping in the Zen room all week. Yep. <laughs> so I'm still getting nightmares. Alice reckons I've got far too much stress in me life. And me bad dreams are about me mother, old Nan, you know. Let it be expected, Alice reckons she's too much of a burden for me. Oh dear. She's right, but I'm starting to enjoy that Zen room regardless. Yeah. Added to that, Elsie the wife is so consumed by these diet plans, she hasn't even noticed me absence. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and me shows at nednat.com. Well, me lovelies, I'm always getting nice messages, questions and odd news items from you, me listeners, and I feature them here in me shows. They're still pouring in, and I pick a few that catch me eye each time. And if I don't feature yours, remember, there's only one of me. Yep, this time I've decided to feature a couple of international listeners again. Yep, I've got all here on the Nat Show. Right then, the first item comes from Manfred in Munich, and he's wondering about this news of how plants can tell the time with their inbuilt clocks. <laughs> well, Manfred, me cabbages do get droopy in the hot sun and then get all erect in the cooler evenings. So I suppose it makes sense unless they're like me and just hate the hot sun. <laughs> but Manfred points out that the plants have actually got cells yeah, called circadian clock genes. Yeah, sounds nice, doesn't it? That measure the daily events and seasonal rhythms. I wonder if these clocks have got hands or they're digital. <laughs> oh dear. Joking aside... I'm getting worried with all this research. See, me cabbages seem to be far more advanced than me farmhands. <laughs> me second item comes from Ingrid in Italy. Ooh. She's letting me know about this stunning research. It's a discussion, really, about what's worse for the environment, your child or your pet. Oh, it's getting worse anyway. Oh dear, but it's uh, not all that simple. It's about carbon emissions and the planet again. Each person on the planet creates tons of new CO2. Yep. But then the pets are a nightmare, killing millions of little birds and other wild animals every year. 
and putting pressure on the food chain for pet food and the like, you know. I know what to say, really. Me daughter Dolly is not that bad for the environment. My <laughs> wife Elsie is probably worse than 200 pets. And me farm dog Clay and cat young Charles have got their uses. Even if it is chasing the mail van and killing the rats in me little studio. <laughs> so on balance, I'm waiting for the real research. Yep, real important stuff like, has anybody started the research into how many millions of tonnes of CO2 are all the Earth's politicians causing? Yeah, you know, <laughs> we could start making overnight improvements right there, couldn't we? This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. Me dubious con agent, 50% has lined me up with a new ad this week. Mm, it's rather off topic and pretty much aimed at folks desperate to lose weight without waiting. So here it goes. You've heard of lap band surgery and diets that don't work. Well, why not try Belt Up? Yep, the only external lap band you will ever need. Mm, it's cheaper for one and made in China out of all recycled rubber. Yep, you always wonder where all those old car tyres ended up, didn't you? Well, now they make up the reinforcing in Belt Up. There's even a choice of widths and, and even treads. Treads, okay. Anyway. Um, from our top of the range 23570 R15 belt through to our economy 5015 R5, visit us today at beltupbelts.net and the first 10 buyers get our free non-slip coating. Um, Elsie's going to need the truck tyre size 22570 22.5. Yep, two of them. This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. Whichever way you dice it, the Ned Nat Show is unpasteurised and unfiltered. But that's all, me lovelies, and on that note, I better go. So until next time, remember, farmers are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters, without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat, and without me, your Wednesdays wouldn't be much fun, would they? <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednow.com yep they're all saved for you there as podcasts too you know along with them social media links yep come by and say hi it'll be great to hear from you thanks so much for listening it's been a pleasure chatting with you and i hope you join me on the ned Nat show again so until then keep a smile on your face think positive and don't sweat the small stuff the grass is not always green on the other side it might just be a freeway <laughs> goodbye my lovelies <laughs>